Geek Speak Live, Australia's number one geek pop culture podcast and web series. I'm your host, Todd Bailey. Joining me on the podcast tonight... Wake up, on Pots and Pans. Hello, Spanky. What's happening, my brother from another mother? Well, I must admit, when I am wrong, I will admit it, Ginge. And guess what? what? Okay, what? I was oh, fucking wrong. wrong. But so were a bunch of my customers. And I've, I've since, uh, <laughs> since our, our good mate at Little Geeks, Tony Davidson, yeah. sent me a message. He found out who was... Remember I said last week in the last, in the last podcast? Yeah, you, you actually said to Steve, I think you need to get your eyes checked. Yeah, well, guess what? I've booked in. I'm getting my eyes checked mm-hmm. next week. Yeah. Um, the it was a male actor, young uh, teenage uh, male actor yep. playing Apocalypse. His yep. name was Brendan Pedder. Okay. okay. Um, he's an unknown kid, but that that is his name, Brendan Pedder. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tony Davidson was kind enough to tip me off, and he said, "I now owe Steve Wilson a tenner." So uh, there you go. T- um, I've been telling the customers who I've since had come back in and go, we got talking about it again. Yep. I'm like, by the way, it is a dude. And they're like, really? Jeez, that's a, that, that's a, you know, androgynous th- looking young teenager. I think this says more about you than it does about uh, Apocalypse. What? I, 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 I would, um, I'm, I'm telling you that to that young teenage boy, mm-hmm. uh, sorry, I got you confused with a girl, but dude, you need to go and grow some hair on your face. Or, <laughs> Man up. Or your chest. <laughs> Tony, you Tony at Little Geeks, I've got the cartoon set up ready for you. It's me and Todd <laughs> in the desert watching Apocalypse doing his magic cubic uh, pyramid thing. Cubic and pyramid. Then, and then the, the word balloon out of the top of Todd goes, Oh, that chick's hot. She's as hot as the the chick from Hanson. <laughs> Dickhead. Yeah. Uh, Tony, if you draw that, I will kill you. But and anyway. And, and me on the other side, like Silent Bob going... <laughs> now, you just feed... Yeah, you spoon feed I'm, I'm saying. the ideas for the cartoon. She, she's, as, she's as hot as the, the chick know, from Hanson. Apparently, after last week's uh, podcast, he reckons he had... Four, within a half-hour podcast, he yeah. had five ideas for, for Geek Speak cartoon. Draw more, man. Do Draw more, Tony. Well, you don't need to sleep. Just start no, drawing. No. Um, Join Ginge, the club. Ginge, you got any goss this week? I, uh, when I was listening back to the podcast last week, when I was editing it together, yep. I forgot the, 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 the ginormous event that happened during Days of Future Past. What? The moment where I nearly bashed the shit out of you because I could see it coming. What? The fact that there was a lady... With red hair. Oh, Femke, in- uh, Femke Jansen. Oh. Um, actually, my uh, my lovely lass was still oh. laughing about that because oh. <laughs> we're sitting there side beside you and I. Oh. She's on the other side of me. And I oh. swear to Christ, at first I, I tensed up because all I could feel was this hand on my leg going... <laughs> I was going... <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And no, you're like... And I'm Ugh. like, I'm like, I can... What? Hang on. Something's happening. But the, the shit's going down. The noise you made was kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were having a, a heart attack. I, 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 I was having a conniption. And then when she came on the screen, I nearly had a heart attack. She oh. is still beautiful. I love her. I think she's wonderful. Oh. I think. Anyway, but there you go. Um, That's my celebrity crush. Apparently, it's done pretty well uh, worldwide. Yeah. It's been Days of Future Past. And I'm not surprised. It's a fucking good movie. I'm, yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Cyclops didn't need to be in it. You know? No. You and I are off to see. Which one are we seeing next week? We're going to a premiere together next uh, week. Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Which, which, which essentially is Groundhog Day with Tom Cruise and a gun. And Emily Blunt. Yeah. So I think she's quite pretty, Emily Blunt. Yeah. I think she's a nice actress, yeah. actually. Um, I like her. But Tom Cruise, he's growing back on me. Like, after these crazy couch Cal- Jumping shit, yeah. I um, I lost my way with Tom Cruise. I, was like, nah, I think Tom Cruise right. lost his way with Tom Cruise, to be honest. <laughs> Tom Cruise has been replaced mm. with a clone Tom Cruise. Yeah. Um, but I tell you what, I've, I've loved, like, Jack Reacher was an awesome film. Yes. Fuck, he was good in that. I think the problem is that uh, Scientology, it, it's a bit like Michael Jackson. Mm. Michael Jackson, the, 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 the persona of Michael Jackson became 
more than known one. than his music. Yeah. And I think Tom Cruise, the persona of Tom Cruise, has become known with Scientology and stuff like that. And it's, it's overshadowed his, his, his work in the movies. Yeah. Because I've always liked him. But way back from when I saw him in Cocktail and yeah. all that kind of thing, I loved him back in those kind of movies. Risky Business. Risky Business, yeah. Uh, Mission Gun. Impossible 1. Mission Impossible 1 was pretty good. Actually, yeah. um, was he in Mission Impossible 3? Yeah, he was, wasn't he? Of course he was. Yeah, because that had Simon Pegg in it, didn't it? Mission yes. Impossible 3. I liked it. Really? Good. Yeah, I didn't mind it. I, 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 Two was the one I hated. Yeah, because it was in Australia. Yeah, it was shit. And, and they kept on saying, well, this is a, a, a hidden nuclear biological base. No, it's not. It's just some <laughs> bloody Botany Bay buildings and fucking... There's no there, tunnel under there's, it. Um, there's Walker on the bloody grass having a yeah. barbie over there with yeah. his mates. Anyway, um, there you go. That's 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 fucking what we're Cruise. off to next week. Tom Cruise. We're off to him next week to go see him in a movie. What's it called again? Edge of, uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Groundhog Day, Edge of Tomorrow. I saw the trailer for it. And, you know, look, I don't know tomorrow. anything about it. I yeah. saw the trailer and went, that'd be pretty cool. Then you've come in this week and gone, you're coming to a premiere. We've got the premiere on next yeah. week. So. Bro date. That's it. Um, just, right. just, just quickly. Yes. This might not be in the podcast at all, but I need to tell you. Oh. Will Smith's kids, right? Yes. He's got Willow and the boy. Jaden. Jaden, right? Yep. They're, those two kids have joined this religion, right? Yeah. And this religion is all about making statues of little pyramids, right, to mm. harness energy, right? right, and harness energy within themselves to, get this, defeat aliens and zombies. I've heard some weird fucking shit, Ginger, right? but And this is what they believe. And, th- and this religion started way back in, like, the 60s, 70s. Yeah, really? And this makes Scientology look really <laughs> normal. normal by comparison. <laughs> There's some weird shit. They know. They know that their dad hasn't actually defeated aliens and zombies. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe they think he did. (sighs) Maybe they're living in La La Land. Who knows? Mm. Anyway, back to the podcast. Anyway, I want to get into something a little bit controversial, Ginge. It's time for what's been happening on the Australian comic scene. So I, I want to have a little chit-chat. I normally don't follow Twitter. As a matter of fact, it was a pure mistake. Yeah. I hit the wrong app button on my oh, phone Instead the other of day. Facebook, you've hit Twitter. <laughs> Fucking Twitter. And I was just going, oh, hello, I've got Twitter up. While I've got it, it goes... Yeah, you got the little things, things down the missed. bottom. Straight to the top of the Twitter feed yeah. was a bit of a... I won't say Twitter feud, but it was a bit of a heated thing. A bit of a... Bit of a back and forth re- between two Australian creators. Now, I, I really don't like the politics of the Australian comic scene. Oh my god, the, the it's, politi- it's, it's as it's it's as bad as the Australian indie film scene. It is, and I will tell you what, like straight away, but you know, it's like a train wreck. You can't turn away. I had a, I had a read and I went, as much what as we the as, fuck as much as we've tried to stay out of all of it. Yeah, it's in your face, and it, it's on and Twitter. It's on so tw- therefore. It's it's there for everyone and to I'd see. I'd like to know how many other people kind of stumbled across it or whatever. They're more Twitter fanatics than I am. Like, this was, as I say, a pure accident. Um, and I'm, I'm reading through and I'm going, oh, for fuck's sake. What it was, uh, now, two, two Melbourne-based creators, yep, okay? Yep. And uh, one of them is a great mate of, of Geekspeak, a top bloke caught up in, in, when we were yeah. down in Sydney in that last year, Paul Bedford. Now, he's a creator of The List graphic mm-hmm. novel. Mm-hmm. Now, it's 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 an amazing graphic novel. We've talked about it before. Remember, yeah. I reviewed it and everything yeah. else. And the other creator was Tristan Jones. He was pulling... Now, Paul's been promoting um, the list, even on Amazon and everywhere yep. else, with, as, the, tag, with, with the, the tagline, uh, the first Australian graphic novel to be optioned for a feature film. Now, uh, Tristan Jones uh, pulled him up on it, essentially, in a Twitter and said, well, not really. Not, not technically... Okay. Right. Now Paul's gone. If you can prove me prove different, I will retract yeah. the claim. I, I, I guess Paul's only doing it as a, a, you know purely 
and honestly, well, things that, that it's a market. It's it's a great way of marketing. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so and, and Paul was very nice. Uh, Paul Bedford was very nice, and he said, you know, like I'll I'll, I'll pull that yeah. claim if I'm proven. And um. Anyway, <laughs> Tristan Jane he kept going on. You know, well, what makes it uh, the first one? You know, there's other things, and and uh, someone else uh, brought up about small gods. Mm. Now, written by uh, an Aussie writer, yeah, but it's actually um, published by Image Comics. Okay, so, Small Gods. So it's not, not independent by any stretch of the imagination there. No, 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 no. Well, not unless you're, like, I don't class Image as independent. Right? To me, Image is one of the top It is three. now. Yeah, and it, like, they are. They're massive. Even, anyway. even when they first come out, they were selling millions of books, the first books that were released under Image's banner. Yeah, that's Way right. Way back when. But anyway, so um, Tristan Jones is nitpicking, uh, you know, he's like, oh, that's an Australian. It's been picked up. Small Gods have been optioned for a, for a film and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, Paul's like, well, no, to me, um, this isn't the first Australian mm. fully produced graphic novel that's been optioned for a feature film. And then Tristan Jones was trying to nitpick on what, what's comics and all this kind of stuff, you know. Um, to me, the two different things. You've either got an original, and, and this is, I'm, I'm going to give Paul a tip at the end of this. Um, comics are comics, the single issue floppy format. Yep. Graphic novels are a collector's edition or you've got an original graphic novel, which is what the list is. It was never serialised. Mm-hmm. It was never in single issues or anything else. It was an original graphic novel. Yep. And to me, it is the first to yeah. be picked up an option for a, for a feature film. It's yeah. the first Australian one, okay? Yeah. And I totally agree with Paul. But anyway, Paul got to the end of it because Tristan Jones just kept nitpicking and he's kind of like, you know... Um, Small Gods, uh, written by an Australian, ergo, Australian IP, fucking, you know, your, your kind of claim is wrong. And and Paul, and just, the, went, and the, and and Paul the, just went, oh, look, I'm not here to nitpick, I'll, you know, I'll change it. Anyway, I, I had a quick chat to Paul and I said to him, mate, you should have stuck to your guns because your claim is right. Now, someone else brought up Tom Taylor and The Deep. Now, you know, love Tom Taylor, he's a great creator and everything else. Now, it is an Australian series Produced in Australia by Gestalt Comics and everyone yep. else, you know, published over here. Mm-hmm. Tom's uh, worked on it, you know, Australian writer. It's been optioned for a cartoon, not a feature film, for yep. a cartoon series, okay? So it's in a different league. So Paul's statement stands to me that uh, the list is the first graphic novel to be Australian graphic novel to be published uh, to be optioned for a feature film but he's gone and changed it all to, to uh, appease uh, Tristan Jones down there which I didn't think he should have done um, but anyway Paul next time stick to your guns mate I, I back you I don't know about you Jim, I don't know about our listeners but I think um, I think it's a good claim for marketing and I think he uh, was in, in his rights to actually claim it because show us another Australian graphic novel that's been optioned for a feature film and I don't think you'll find one. I think the list is it. And and if it hasn't, I, Paul would be the first person to say, "Oh, I didn't realise that." And that's what he I'll, said I'll in there. Come, he goes, I'll "If come. you if you prove it to me, I'll take it. Yeah, I'll, I'll drop the claim." And I, um, I and I don't believe that they could prove it. Um, the stuff that Tristan Jones was tripping and and, and obviously his uh, what he classes as comics and graphic novels is different to what you know me as a retailer is different to what I class as comics and comics and graphic novels are two separate fucking things. Um, that's how I look at it. But anyway. Paul uh, should have stuck to your guns and I tell you what these guys they've got to realise if you're going to do this shit on Twitter it does go viral I mean I found it by mistake how many other people have found it and gone what the fuck like, like, like to be honest if, if, if I had a problem with someone I'd send them a private message and say hey you don't tweet I don't, I don't, I don't quite agree with what you're saying can we work out something well it, I, 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 the only reason you would say anything is if you're 
you're personally offended with it. Yeah. Well, why would why would Tristan be personally offended by what? I don't know. But anyway, who cares? Uh, moving along, you know, this is the problem with Aussie uh, comics. I mean, this shit happens in America all the time. Right, Twitter feuds and all that. Um, let's be better than the fucking Yanks. Don't drag this shit onto Twitter. And, and honestly, um, you know, if, so, if you've got a problem, uh, like Paul was using it as a marketing tool, and, yeah. and, and he was within his rights to do it. Yeah. And I tell you what, uh, hand, you know, fucking hand on the, heart. The pro- Good the, on you, Paul. Stick the, to it, I reckon. The, the problem is the Australian comics scene in Australia is so tiny. It is. By comparison, the, we should all be working towards... Uh, it, 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 it seems like, and like I said, just like the film industry, the indie film industry in Australia, it seems like rather than everyone working towards a better outcome... And promoting it, it. And promoting everyone. Yeah. It's almost like... I would prefer to put you down so that I'm on a higher pedestal than oh, you, th- that so is... that I feel better than than you. Honest to Christ, um, we've dealt with it, and we've met some amazing Australian comic creators. Yeah. And the majority of them, like I'll say it, 90% of Australian comic talent, the guys who are working overseas as well, like for the the, mm. uh, the you know the companies like I mean guys like Tom Taylor and Nicholas Scott, yeah, um, lovely people, absolutely yeah. lovely um, and genuine. They are down-to-earth, genuine people. I mean, you've got Paul Abstruse. You couldn't get a nicer guy than yeah. Paul Abstruse. Uh, Drew Close. You know, you've got fucking... Uh, mm. You've got all these great people. Fucking uh, the Purcell brothers. Fucking Paul Kajiji. They're all great people. Craig Bruin. Yeah. There you go. I, I could keep listening all day. Fucking... Um, there's so many. Sorry, Abdel Rio. Um, <laughs> I, I like to give... I'll throw more names out. But anyway, um, there's always going to be that small percentage uh, that are, uh, are dickheads, right? And sadly, that small percentage is, is getting louder and louder. And it, it, it's just unattractive here in Australia. It's a, it, look, a lot of big fish and a very little pond, and they've got to work together to make that grow that pond so that we've got a fucking great base over here in Australia for the, comics. The problem is that the internet gives minorities a larger platform to... Yeah. To, to scream from. What's the thing? Keyboard warriors, mate. That's that's what a lot of people are today. We, we uh, ha- had some issues with this with our catchphrase for geek speak being Australia's number one... Geek pop culture podcast and television series. Yeah. And we went, well, name another television series and podcast that does what we do, does geek pop culture. Exactly. Uh, uh, And uh, no one could. They just kind of went, oh, well, you shouldn't claim that that title. And was like, well, if no one else is out there doing what we're doing, then yeah, we are going to claim the the title. So. if, if we're the only nude podcast that transmits on UHF <laughs> and and has red microphones... I like it, Ginch. Like, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it's almost absurd sometimes where people... No, no, no. We don't want you to, to be outstanding. We don't want you to be better than us. Yeah. We don't want you to, to stand out amongst the crowd. We just want you to stay over in your side. You do what you're doing over there. Don't yeah. make a fuss and don't, don't promote yourself. Yeah. And that's the problem. Some of, the, some of these Australian creators are like that. Instead of getting behind them and going, you know, and like, like you said, they could have private messaged and said, yeah. oh, I don't really agree with that, but that's your call. Yeah. Uh, no, they've got to drag it out to the public and make themselves look better. And I tell you what, like I say, you know what? I actually like that creator Rob, I named early. So. Rob Liefeld. Do you? I, I, actually, I actually liked his stuff. I liked Youngblood back in the day. You know, I, oh, Jim, you know what? That oh, mate, I can't <laughs> podcast with you. I got to leave. And and when <laughs> and when I was watching that documentary recently, that image documentary. Okay, okay. Uh, um, to the listeners back back at home listening to this, I, I was watching that uh, image revolution documentary a while ago, and I really, really enjoyed it. I really loved seeing what the world was like back in the nineties. Hang on, did you just say image revolution? Yes, image revolution. Wasn't that a great documentary? I'll come back and I'll finish podcast. That was a great you know, documentary. It was a good documentary. I'll tell you what I did watch the other day it was uh, one on Chris Claremont yeah. uh, and his time on X Men at yeah. Marvel Comics. And um 
Yeah, same same group who did uh, who made the um, Image Revolution. They also yeah. did the Warren Ellis and the um, Grant Morrison talking okay. to God's DVD, okay. and um, which was a little bit. Well, only because of Grant Morrison. After, actually, after watching the one on Chris Claremont, I changed my opinion of him. He came across as a bit of a douche in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but anyway, watch it for yourself. Uh, check it out. You can, you can get it in via nefarious means. Can, can I just say... Yes. I have never taken... like, I've never watched something done by indie people and gone, you know what? I would like to contact them and tell them that they're a piece of shit. Oh, really? I have never thought that. <laughs> I have you. Have you? Have I you? have. Th- I think it all the time. Really? No. Not not usually. No. Like what? Where where do you get what? Like what benefit is it to you if you make someone else feel bad? I don't know. That's the world we live in, though. That's I, the world, and it's sad, man. Like, so, you know, what's that old saying? If you can't say something nice, don't say something at all. That's the way the fucking world. The internet should be like that as well. If the know, internet man. was like that, man, wouldn't wouldn't it be utopia? Wouldn't it be nice? Anyway, enough of that stuff, Ginge. I want to talk about comics. Remember I told you last week that I've been reading a pile of stuff now? Um, no, 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 no. What you told me was the devil's device has been <laughs> sucking the brain matter out of your eyeballs no. via I, digital Our sidekick, Steve, our sidekick Steve Muller is going to be rubbing his hands together going... Welcome to the dark side. The devil's device. Um, I, I can't believe you've got I've a borrowed- devil's device in a comic shop that we have <laughs> hey, you know hundreds what? of comics know, on the walls fantastic. around us right now. This is a great way of trying a series. Now, okay. what Image did uh, a few weeks ago, they did a humble bundle. So they had a whole pile of Image first issues that you could download okay, cool. for free. Gratis ginge. Nada. Cost you nada. Nothing. Zip. Zero. Zero pesos. Okay. So what I did, I went through and I, I grabbed a whole bunch. Now, I have been reading a whole... Yeah. This whole big pile of um, image books, and I'm I'm in love with some of them. Okay, now I checked out things like uh, Dead Body Road. Now that was a really interesting uh, interesting read. That one by Justin Jordan and uh, Matteo Scalera. I when I saw this in uh, previews, I really liked the uh, the promo art that they did for you it. You should honestly uh, pick it up when yeah. it comes out as a graphic novel. Pick it up and give it a read. Okay, cool man. I uh, read Deadly Class. It wasn't too bad. Yeah. I enjoy. I don't know how it'll go. Now the one I did read, and I. Gave you the first issue on the iPad today to have a quick flick through. And we've been spruik- you've been spruiking about this. I have. Now, um, Five Ghosts, The Haunting of Fabian Gray. Now, it's uh, written by Frank J. Barbieri. Or Barbieri, however you want to pronounce it. Barbario. <laughs> Don't butcher his poor name okay, more sorry. than I have. Uh, now, the art is by Chris Mooneyham. Now, um, I must admit that uh, when I was reading through, there's some of the artwork in here that it just reminds me of Norm Brayfogel back in the days when he was doing... Um, Batman, yeah. uh, Detective Comics, and that over at DC back in the early nineties. The, the the lighting the, and, oh, and faces, it's, and, it's amazing. Yeah. Just just the the some of the. Mm. I, I had to flip out and go, "Who's the artist again? Yeah, yeah. Is, is it Norman Brayfogel under a pseudonym? Yeah. Um, but this uh, this guy, this uh, Chris Mooneyham, I'm in love with the 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 artwork, the style. It's very series. It's now, very uh, succinct. It's very, you know, it just adds. A mistake to the... It does. And I'll tell you what, I'll just give you little things. After a tragic encounter with an artifact known as the Dreamstone, infamous treasure hunter Fabian Gray was possessed by five literary ghosts and has been granted access to their unique abilities. Okay? So you've got the wizard, the archer, the detective, the samurai, and the vampire. 
And uh, I look honestly, pick this book up. The first graphic novel is out from Image Comics mm-hmm. at the moment. We sold out of it this week. But okay, it, it, yeah, it like, didn't even like hit people- shelf. I had I was working my way through the stock this week. I had customers coming in. They're like, "Is that that five ghosts you were talking about the other day?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, this is it." Yep, sold out. I didn't even get to buy a full copy for me. I'm so upset. I'm, I'm glad this podcast helps you sell. Books products. You 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 you're getting money out of this podcast. When was the last time I got money out of this podcast, man? Uh, this podcast cost me money, but anyway, hey, check it out. Hey, Five hey, guys. And, and and just quickly, I've I've had no takers up on on the the single way. You've had no one on, pick you up on it. No. Oh, ladies, what, what are you doing? Hell, he's getting he's getting upset. Five guys, get back to it. Five guys from Image Comics. That is fantastic. I tell you another one. I I hmm. uh, had a read of Sex Criminals. Really, really good. What? The first volume of that is that. Hang criminals. on, what? No, I'm serious. Like, not, sounds... This isn't that kind of podcast, man. No, it's uh, it's written by Matt Fraction. It's actually very, very good. Um, Sexual deviates. It's not. No, it's kind of like a bit of a cartoony art style, and I like that. I, you know, I've got a. Bit what does sex criminals have to do with the? the with this the book? young girl, she discovers after she um, double clicks the mouse for the first time. What? what that, have... right, um, that's the polite way of putting it. That's how okay. I'm going to put it. When she. Um, when she uh, tickles a turnout, <laughs> when she does that, time stops. Like it just there's this burst of colours and everything else, and everything just kind of goes to a quiet place. Right, time stops. You know why? We've all been there. Yeah. We've all anyway. been there. But anyway, so she's trying to work out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it follows her to later in life. Anyway, because she's slept with guys and it keeps happening, and she's just used to it. She hooks up with a guy. And it happens to him as well. But he's like, so you can't see, but her lady parts apparently mm. glow. His wang glows. Okay. And His I, lady parts are so glowing So when they as both well. had sex, yeah. they like they, they hook up, they have sex together. It goes quiet and he's kind of like, ah, yeah, right. And then she, she, he, she looks and they're both in this quiet zone, like this this area. A bit, so they a bit, they can a, walk around, they can do whatever they want. So, so kind of like Quicksilver. Yeah, everyone's kind of... Fro- X-Men Days of Future Past. Yeah, everything's frozen yeah. around them and all that. Okay. Right? So anyway, they're like, holy hell, you do it as well? And they're like, boom, boom, boom. How long does and it last the first, for? Well, it depends. Like, could you rob a bank? That's where it leads. Ooh. At the end of the first book, Ooh. they're bolting out of a bank. They've just held up a bank. Yeah. Okay? So it's actually quite uh, quite an interesting book, and I'm interested to keep reading. Now, Chip Zadarsky is on the artwork there, and, uh, yeah, written by Matt Fraction, and I, I love it. Pick it up. First volume's out. Mind and- you. Yeah. If, if my wang was, was glowing in the dark, robbing a bank probably wouldn't be the first thought that <laughs> I would have. I'd probably be running to the doctor going, what the... F-? You know? Anyway. If you come to me and said your wang was glowing in the dark, I'd be, I'd be like, who did you fuck that was, you know... <laughs> what have you done, Jen? Have you, have you been to Chernobyl lately on holidays? <laughs> have you been to that power station in... To- in where, where is it? In Japan? Did you... Uh, that, 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 that melted down recently? I can't even think of the name of it. But anyway, um, and the, the last one I'm going to talk about... Mm. Velvet by Ed, uh, Ed Brubaker and Steve Epting. Okay, now, cool, man. These guys worked together on Captain America, the run they did for Marvel Comics a rem- couple of years back. Remember I remember how- when we were spruiking about this uh, oh, look, a while ago. I, I love Ed Brubaker as a writer and Steve Epting as an artist. It just suits, right? Yeah. Now, this uh, this book here is about spies. Like, it's a, a, a top-secret spy agency, yeah, right? Yeah. And one of their agents gets killed. Now, the, the woman in it, um, everyone thinks she's just the... Um, uh, what do you call it? Like the secretary in yeah. the office, yeah. and they, they've all been with her. Okay, and um, with you mean they've, they've double clicked like, her a, mouse. A, whole, a whole bunch of these secret agents have slept with her, hmm. and they all just think she's the the, the, secretary. the secretary out in the front in the yeah. front office. But anyway, money, penny. So, oh mate, one one of these guys gets gets shot, and and they they're doing an investigation. Mm. Turns out she's actually not just the secretary. 
Okay. She's like a spy herself. A super has been a super spy, and so they're is trying she to like set. M? She's yeah, kind of. She's trying to. They're trying to frame her. So she's then like at the end of the first issue. She's on the she's on the run. Okay, because the agency's trying to track her down. Now, uh, Bruce, like, if you love that kind of and and the, like the Steve Epting's artwork is amazing. It's got the whole Aston Martins and all that it's kind a, of stuff a, in there. Very James Bond. It is, and if you love spy stuff, if you like James Bond, um, you know you're going to love this book. And it's set like in the seventies. Mm. Okay, so cool. Uh, if you like that time frame, and I certainly do, I think it's fantastic. Um, check it out. The coloring is amazing in it. It suits the the tone of the story. Very cool. Um, so Velvet. Uh, now the sixth issue is yet to be. Well, I think it's just been released. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no graphic novel released yet. Ooh. When they do, if, if you if you can't track down the early issues, which I, I'll be honest, I've had trouble tracking them oh, down. Shit. Um, if you can't get the early issues, the graphic novel would be great. Pick it up as a, as a collector's yeah. edition because uh, you won't go wrong. So review time. I'm going to give Velvet solid five out of five. I want to give Five Ghosts a solid five out of five, and Sex Criminals it's getting a four out of five because I'm just waiting to see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dead Body Road I would be interested to keep reading the graphic novel. Yeah. And for that I'm going to give it a four out of five as well. There'll be more that I'll be reading while we're still talking about comics. Ginge, I want to review an Australian comic that came out it's only in digital format called Broken Line, and I tell you what, mm, it's an interesting one. <laughs> Broken Line by Gestalt Comics. Now, they're the fantastic people behind Changing Ways, The Deep, um, all those cool books, Torn. Now, we've spruced their stuff before. Now, this book, it is digital only. Didn't have to go into Comicology yep. to buy it. The artwork in this looks The artwork is amazing. amazing. Now, it's written by Andrew Constant. Now, the artist is Emily K. Smith. And I, straight away, I fell in love with the artwork. Yes. This is phenomenal. The colouring is fantastic as well. Um, you know, and Wolfgang uh, is the editor on the book. Now, mm-hmm. he's you remember him from the documentary. Yeah, because yep. uh, he's one of the guys behind uh, Gestalt Comics. Now I, I get sucked in by the artwork straight away. It's yes. beautifully coloured. It's yes. just crisp. Sadly, the story didn't quite get me for this first issue. Now I'll be honest, um, I don't know what to make of it. Okay, yep. you were talking about Burger Force the other day. Yep. You're kind of like you've read the first three and you still don't know what the fuck's going on. Yes, I've read the first issue of this, um, and I'm kind of like I don't know what's going on. Yep. It, it's conf- it, to me, I got confused. I'm yep. kind of like what. What, 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 where, huh, hmm. Um, but I was like, if this artwork is, if, if the artwork is enough to make me want to read a second issue. Yeah. But I've since found out that um, the, the artist, Emily K. Smith, is not doing the second issue. So I was kind of like, ooh. Now, I'm not saying, I'm, I'm, I'm not um, saying Andrew's a shocking writer or anything like that. It's just this book, the way it's, um, it, like it, it wasn't was a enough. Slow, it was a slow burn. For the first issue. Not enough to bail for me to go. Okay, I kind of got an idea of the world that it's in, or something like that. Yep. It's obviously a bit post-apocalyptic, or something yep. like that. Yep. A little bit of a Mad Max thing going on, mm-hmm. but I kind of went, mm, okay. You wanted a little bit of a hook. I wanted to a bit sort of a hook. catch you and, and start and there reeling you in. This thing at the end, uh, you know, spoiler alert. There's this like a little boy chained to a tree at the end of it. And I, that that was enough. To, I will be honest. It was enough to make me go. You know, fuck. It, I'm going to get the second issue. Yep. Now, I'm disappointed that Emily's not going to be on the artwork. I'll be interested to see who they get on the second issue. Uh, so, Andrew, if you are listening or someone points this out to you, mate, oh, you've kind of got me. But I hope that you knock me like you, you hook me in with the second issue, okay? Because I remember I'm not a fan of buying comics digitally that I can't pass yeah. around to people. Okay, yep. I'm I'm old fashioned. I'm a physical copy kind of guy. Yeah. I'm taking a punt on this, Ginge. <laughs> I'm taking a punt. I'm going to buy the second issue digitally. I'm spending money on both. I haven't pirated. I've gone through comicology. Yep. I'm doing yeah, the yeah. right thing. Yep. 
But Andrew, you better hook me on this second issue. Now, I do believe that the artist uh, for next issue is going to be Mark Luthier. So I'm going to have a crack. I will pick it up. I'll take a punt, Gingy. All right, all right. All right, Andrew, I'm taking a punt. Now, I'd like to meet Andrew at a, at a future convention and just uh, have a chat to him. Maybe he can explain it better to me. But, Andrew, you've won me over, mate. So I'm going to give this book, and uh, a lot of this this mark goes uh, because of the artwork. I'm going to give it a four out of five. Oh, cool, Mainly man. for the artwork, okay? It's got me hooked. Now, uh, let's just see how we go on that. So that's Broken Line. Number one, get it through Comicology. Uh, check it out. There's be more information at Gestalt Comics on their website or on cool, their Facebook man. page. And uh, four yeah. out of five. Hey, and for, no, for, for and me you, taking a punt on. And it. I, I didn't. I didn't hear you bag him out. You actually said you really enjoyed <laughs> the comic. You're just waiting to see I, I think it's where it's an, going. I think it's got an interesting concept. Yep. It just wasn't. As I say, it just wasn't enough there to grab me yeah. to, to to really kind of go. What an amazing story! Yeah. Okay, it's just I'm, I'm, it's it's mm. kind of like me with Burger Force, man. I keep on buying the next issue, the next issue, the next issue. I'm loving it, you know. I, I know because I'm, I'm selling it to yeah, you. Yeah, you're selling it to me, <laughs> Jackie Ryan. You're out there and you're listening to this. You know, I keep on buying the next issue, the next issue, and the next issue, and I'm like. What's going on? <laughs> you still I'm, don't know. Hang on. Okay. Now they're. I, I don't want to spoil it for anyone. They're, they've done this, and now yeah. they've done this, and they've got. They they go through this, and they land in this place. Yeah. And you I, know what? You've just. I've, I've got no uh, idea what you're on about. But yeah. I'll tell you what. But ja- Jackie will be listening to this, going, "I know what he's talking about," <laughs> and I am fucking with his mind. Something shocking. Just there's wait. A, there's another whole and, bunch of issues for you to get and, yet, man. Until you get to like. Yeah, um, but I tell you what, we met Jackie at Zix last yeah. year, and she was lovely. Yes. That's what prompted me to actually uh, take a punt and order a bunch of Burger Force, and it yeah. sold pretty good. Yeah, thus far, yeah, we've had a few people pick it up, and yourself included. Ginger. Mm. So there's another, and she's a great Aussie, um, Aussie yeah. creator, yeah. Brisbane based, Queensland based. So there you go. But I'll be, anyway, I've been um, checking uh, her, her stuff out on Facebook, and I'm going to uh, do it, Andrew. Um, and the, the fine folk of Gestalt Comics, go along, pick up Broken Line. It is only available digitally. Okay. Have a crack. You might turn around and go, Bailey, I, I picked up the story straight away. I don't know what the fuck you're on about. You're, you're a hopeless bastard. And I swear, not... I swear I the wasn't. The butler did it. How did you not miss it? <laughs> I swear I wasn't drunk at the time. Broken Line, Gestalt Comics. Look it up on uh, Comicology, and if you're uh, ready to have a crack, download it to your devil's device. While we're talking Comicology, yes. we... Uh... Saw on, uh, saw on the internet this week that our mate at Winter City had uh, found some interesting Pat things Purcell. online. Now, um, Pat found that his comic had been pirated. Hmm. Now, but he, he was he was torn because he was he's in, like, in two minds he's about kind the of situation. That people had, had and there was like fifty cedars or something on there, yeah. like seeding the book. So, so, so it, it, it wasn't just two people that had just. No, that's the thing. Yeah. People and but he said the files were the sa- like essentially the same files that he'd uploaded to Comicology. Yeah, and then there was a, a whole uh, Facebook conversation. Where all these other Australian creators and, and that weighed in, they said same things happened to us, and mm. it is. They're not saying Comicology is the one doing it, but obviously people are buying it through Comicology, getting and then those some files, sort of and program then, that rips yep, it from, and Comicology. then are pirating it that way. So, um, and I get where Pat's coming from. He's kind of like that's that's my hard work, you know. We, we've it's cost us money to do it, and these people are getting it for free. Yeah. But then he kind of he's torn because he's like, well, it's a good publicity as well. It means mm. hopefully they'll spread it around through their friends, and hopefully they'll pick up physical copies. So, yeah. Pat, um, good luck. I hope they keep uh, keep doing that. And I'll tell you what, hey Ginge, Why? it's time. <laughs> It's my project. Oh yeah. 
That's right, Jins. Time for a special press release. This was sent to us this week from the fine folk at Winner City Productions, Pat and Carl Purcell. Cool. Now, the creative team behind one of Australia's most critically and commercially successful comic book series, Winner City, now I'll back that up. Yes. That top sellers. Yes. Is moving towards an ambitious creator-owned publishing model with the outstanding success of Winter City and the anticipation building for the upcoming all-ages series, Mechanical Night. I like the look of this. Oh, it looks sweet. I tell you, we'll be stocking it. Yes. And Pat's sending me up a promo copy to have awesome, a little read man. through. Cool. Winter City Productions team feel that their high-quality output, experience and media reach will prove to be an invaluable opportunity for Australian independent creators. Their ultimate goal is to help elevate the international reputation of the Australian comic book scene. In relation to the company's new publishing direction, Winter City Productions founder and MD Patrick Purcell said, There is an incredible amount of artistic and literary talent in Australia, but all the talent is failing to achieve the success it deserves due in part to the lack of direction. By sharing our marketing, production and editing experience, we hope to change the face of Australian comic books. We aspire to convert a niche scene into a thriving and viable industry. We want to show Australian comic book readers that Australian books can be just as exciting and as entertaining as any international production. Winter City Productions will announce their first creator-owned title in the lead-up to Sydney Supernova, and the first issue will be available in print at that event. Also available at Supernova will be the next instalment of the Winter City series and the debut issue of Mechanical Night. Aspiring comic creators can see the Winter City Productions homepage for a submission and publishing guidelines. Head along to www.wintercityproductions.com. There you go. I tell you what, I am 100% behind Pat and Carl Purcell with this. The guys down there behind Winter City, they pop out a fantastic quality product. Yes. That yes. is why it's one of our top sellers at Kaboom Comics. I'm proud to have it on the shelves, and I'm proud to call these guys mates because they champion Australian comic books. They really honestly do. They know what they're doing, and they want to be able to share that that you know that knowledge with other people. Now, speaking of Australian comics and, and, and quality, what he says here, you know, um, and also like people lacking um, direction, you know, direction and that kind of thing. I've seen it here. I've stocked yep. some comics from aspiring young Aussie creators, and I tell you what, they've got no idea. They don't know how to market their book. They don't know how to talk to, to retailers yes. to be able to wholesale it. They don't send the invoice with the product. You know, you're waiting two, sometimes up to three weeks for an invoice. You can't sell the product until you've got an invoice to pay for it and to be able to work out what you the need margins to, yeah, are. You need else. to know how much the book is before I you sell it. I would love, and, if, if, and uh, Pat, if you're listening, if you ever need to talk to someone about that kind of stuff, if you want to help some of these creators, shoot them my way. As a retailer, I'll put them on the straight and narrow to what we expect as yeah. retailers here in, in, in the country to be able to stock Australian comics. There's so many books that I've seen, independent uh, comics, where the sizing is different between one issue That's and the next fr- issue. It's frustrating. It's just, it is so frustrating. It's like, you you know... Consistency no, across the no board. There's no reason why you can't get a consistent sized book yeah. like America does. That's yeah. what we need. You want to be competitive? You've got to be able to... Work. We have sp- sp- you know, specific size racking and everything else. It's, a, it's the same thing is with movies or television shows in Australia. They need to be as... They need to be better than the American... Yeah, to stand For it out. to be on, to to be to on par. Out. Yeah. There you go. I'll tell you what. Uh, head along, wintercityproductions.com. Check it out. That's where the uh, the submission and publishing guidelines are. These guys, they're going to knock it out of the ballpark. We're going to stand behind them 100%. Yes. Yep. And uh, I tell you what, we'll keep you updated with any future news from Winter City Productions and this uh, great initiative that they're launching. And I'll tell you what, Mechanical Night, when I see that, yeah. that All Ages series that they're launching. Yep, yep. I'll uh, do a review on that as well. We might have to contact them and get them to uh, publish our comic. I think we should. Yeah. You know what? Since it's an Australian heavy podcast tonight about yeah. Australian comics and stuff like that. Let's pimp oh, this guess, project. Guess what? We've pimped it before. Yeah. But now I've got it in my hot little hands, Ginger. It's my project. Oh, yeah. 
The Adventures of Rudy Cool, the Ruby Love Diamond by Saurabh Del Rio. Yes. It has come out. I've got it here. It's on the shelves of Kaboom, and this book is fucking phenomenal. Jesus. It, no, I'm not blowing smoke no? up, up anyone's butt or anything. This book is great. Now, Saurabh has knocked it out of the ballpark. This is a great all-ages book. Now, the whole time along, when Saurabh was putting this together, he kept yeah. sending me script um, extracts. Co- uh, I saw um, covers, covers, designs, yes. some of the artwork out of it. And the whole time I'm reading it going, I can't wait to see this collected. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I want to be able to read it. I've sat down, I've actually read it cover to cover. Yeah. And it is great. It's so much better to actually have it now instead of reading just a script and yep, everything else. Yep, yep, um, To be able to read it as a proper comic yeah. is just phenomenal. It's great. Now, I know that uh, the big comic shops in Sydney, like King's, are stocking it. So mm-hmm. you can go along there and grab it. Check other good comic book stores. If they're not stocking Australian comics, they should be. Um, we'll be selling it probably via our uh, Facebook page for Kaboom Comics. Cool. Uh, soon we would have a little Australian like yeah. uh, Shopify tab there. We mm-hmm. sell Australian-only comics. Uh, it'll probably be going on there. I'm sure there are other comic shops going to be coming on board stocking this great book. So you can uh, check out Silver Fox Comics, mm-hmm. and uh, that's that's who it's published through. But uh, it is fantastic. I'll tell you what, Ginger, I'm excited. I'm you are excited. You're running out of out. breath here, man. Flat out, I'm giving it five out of five. Uh, I'm sure this will fly off the shelves here at Kaboom Comics and uh, wherever else it is stocked. It's such a good book. Tell you what, Saurabh, hats off to you, mate. You've done it again. Time for toys. Oh, I tell you, and the new previews has hit the shelves. We've been spruiking about this I've ever got since it we saw it. I know. I've got it in front of me now. We, uh, we spoke a while ago about... Mm. DC Direct are bringing out um, a, a Batman the Animated Series range of action figures, yes, okay? Yes. Now, I've got like Two-Face from the original run. It's still I, one of my favourite figurines. I, the only figure that I've got is a Bruce Wayne that you can put the the sort of costume mask on. I remember, on, I think on. I might have the same one. That's the only one I ever got. They've announced them. They are here, and uh, you've got uh, Batman, Catwoman, Mr. Freeze, and Two-Face. Now, these are going to be on sale in November this year, just in time for Christmas. These will be a great Christmas gift for the diehard Batman I, fan. I hope this is Series 1. This is. This is Series 1. Because I want to see Series 2. Oh, you've got to have the Joker. You've got to have Nightwing, Robin. Yes. You know. I'd like to even see an Alfred Pennyworth. I want to see I want to see Robin <laughs> from the original Batman animated series. Yeah, yeah. And then move on to Nightwing. Yeah, and then the uh, later the Tim Drake yeah. Robin. But i tell you what, mate. These fans, look, the Batman one stands uh, six, and, uh, six and a quarter inches high. Okay. But, uh, Two-Face is about six inches uh, Mr. Freeze is actually the biggest one. He's uh, six and you know, nearly seven inches tall, just short of seven inches. Catwoman's short of seven. How big seven inches be, Todd? Hey, I'll, I'll show you, Ginch. Hang on, just let me drop my pants. Um, now, you can order these from your comic book store. Straight out um, of previews. Straight out of previews. Okay, now the other thing that stra- on the opposite page, mm. it just jumps straight out at me. We, of course, know it is uh, 75 years of Batman. It's yes. the Batman 75th. They have got the Batman 75th anniversary action figure four pack, Ginch. Now, I bought the four-pack years ago, yeah. and it was a little bit different from this. I had the Alex Ross Batman, yep. and I also had the Super Friends Batman, right? Yeah. But the Super Friends Batman wasn't black, grey. No, these and, are all black yep. and grey, yeah. okay? They've got the Greg Capullo uh, modern Batman in there. Yep. Yeah, as I say, you've got Justice, ver- the version of uh, Batman from Justice by Alex Ross, Black and Grey, Super Friends, which is in Black and Grey, and of course then you've got the Dark Knight uh, Returns by Frank Miller. Yeah. Action figure in there, okay? Yep. All four of them are in a beautiful tin set, and the set just look the low, it's got the 75th Batman logo, logo on it. It's just stunning. Now these are on sale in November too, so 
If you've got uh, bat- like family and friends who are Batman fanatics and you're looking for a Christmas gift, yeah, why not? these will be good. But you're going to have to get in and pre-order because they are saying allocations may occur, okay? Mm. So get in and order them. They are in the latest preview magazine. Um, I, I can't wait, Jins. It's just so much good Batman stuff. <laughs> wink, uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, hint, hint to my lovely lass. I really do like that box set, baby. That'd be out um, in time for September, wouldn't it, Todd? No, it's November, Jins. It's on sale November. It'd be... For Christmas, Jins. My birthday's September, Jins. So is yours, you fool. It'd be out right in time for Christmas. <laughs> wouldn't it, Todd? Yes, it would. And, you know, if a significant other's looking for a gift for her significant other... Hmm. Mono just say that I'm still single. Yeah. <laughs> and if you wanted me not to be single, yes. that could be a way of getting into my heart. What? All life. Buying you a box set of action figures. Mate, mate, hey, hey, hey. I'm not I'm not cheap. <laughs> no. Or or But you are tacky. Yeah. Um anyway, Ginge, let's wrap it up. What do you got for me? Uh just quickly, we've been talking a lot of Australian creator owned comics. Tonight, tonight oh, on the, the podcast. podcast. It's very Australian heavy. Next week, mm-hmm. we must make mention of the 24-hour comic challenge. Yes. Check it out on Facebook next weekend, June 7th, uh, 10 a.m. to 10 a.m. on Sunday. Yep. You can create a 8-page, 16-page, or 24-page comic written in 24 hours and completed. Fantastic. I know um, uh, the Sidekicks uh, went along and covered it a bit last year there they in did. Brisbane. Yep. The uh, Brisbane League of it. And uh, I said I was very impressed with the quality that came out. People cranking out stuff in 24 hours. So a lot of Red Bull, uh, a lot of sugar. Hey, we movie in 24 hours. Yeah. No better way to be, Ginge, honestly. That's right. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, I've been following on their Facebook page, and uh, this just in 10 hours ago, that uh, Supernova has actually come to the party, and they are giving away first prize is a table in Artist Alley. Oh, wonderful. Well, good on good on Supernova for coming up with that uh, fantastic prize there. That'd be freaking awesome, man. That is good. Like, that's that, good. That's, that, that'd be a great prize to win. So where do people check out more uh, for more information there, Ginge? Uh, get on Facebook and type in 24-hour comic challenge. All the information is right there. You know what? I'm really thinking about doing this myself next next Saturday. Really? I, I won't be available, but uh, have a crack, Ginge. Yeah you, yeah, you will. I guess we'll see, Ginge. Who knows what can happen? It's a big, wide old world. You can see our stuff at facebook.com forward slash geekspeak TV, youtube.com forward slash geekspeak Australia at geekspeak AU and geekspeak AU at gmail.com. Fantastic. Thank you once again. Wake up and on pots and pins. I've been your host, Todd Bailey. You've been listening to Geekspeak Live, Australia's number one pop culture podcast and web series. Stay geeky.